You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote singles' personal growth, and strengthen the dating experience. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your emails, DMs, and live questions. So join us every week on Facebook Live where you can connect with us on air. Have a relationship question you want answered? Send us a direct message on Facebook Live or Instagram at AskTheMartins. Or you can visit us at AskTheMartins.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. All right, let's go ahead and get back to Are you ready to read the first? Now, here's the thing with this letter. Here's the thing. <laughs> This is very unique, and um, we'll, we'll, ex- we'll ex- <laughs> you're welcome. This is very unique, and the way we did this letter, and I think it's going to start something because during the conversation, yeah, um, Takara came to me and said, "Listen, and you know I'm apprehensive about change. If anybody know me, I'm apprehensive about change." Takara said, "Listen, we don't have a lot of time, but we really probably should begin to help people in certain situations." by interacting with them in a back and forth type manner. Okay. And so, you know, we're looking at ways in which we can do that on a professional basis for for people like you because we know that now that you're at home by yourself, you got a lot of things running through your mind and we really want to be able to be there to help. So stay tuned for that. We're looking for ways where we can right. kind of chat with you mm-hmm. uh, on a consistent and a professional basis. All right. So and, yeah. and that's what this reminded me of, because you're actually going to witness a little bit of that here, but we're going to actually feed into it a little bit more. Absolutely. So we'll go ahead and read um, the letter. Okay. okay. I can see I got good glasses now. Okay. So it says question. Uh, she said, if I need to Venmo you guys uh, money after this te- text therapy session, I will. Um, she said, but I started dating this guy. He got a divorce in 2018 and has primary custody of his son, which is seven. Backstory, the man was a Marine for five years and now a firefighter. His ex, which is also a high school sweetheart, cheated on him and had narcissistic behavior. Obviously, dating with a child in the picture is a whole different game that I'm okay with. The son is his main priority, which it should be. But he has expressed that he really likes me, but he will not put his walls down. How can I ensure him that I am not like his past ex and get him to be open with me? Okay. And then she says, doing all this while guarding my heart as well. We will go three days without speaking with each other due to his work schedule and him with his son. And when we are together in person, it's amazing. He acts, sorry, he just acts completely different in front of his kid, which I know he is trying to protect him. I guess bottom line is I'm wanting and needing consistency. But also, I know I have to be understanding of his current priorities. Okay, so if we could just recon, kind of re restate what's going on here. Yes. What's going on is she's looking at uh, she she's she's dating a young a young man. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who's a professional firefighter? Yeah. Right. And he had he is fresh out of a relationship within the last two years of a ten year. How long were they married? Did it say? Uh, um, it doesn't say how many years. Okay. Uh, nope. So, but they, but it was a high school sweetheart. Yes. And so now, um, and he has been cheated on. And so, what she wants to do is she wants to uh, him to put his walls down a little bit, mm-hmm. right? 
And she wants him to not be so distant. Right. Okay. Right. Is that what we're dealing with? Uh huh. Okay. Now there was a place in which you in which you uh, asked the question because I think we can deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Um. And you want me to get to the next thing that I asked her, or if you want to, if you want to, let's go ahead and ride this out. Okay. Let's see. I, and we'll go a little bit kind of into um, this part, and I won't read verbatim what she says. But I, my question to her before we went in answering was, "Have you told him how you feel?" Because a lot of times we're in a new relationship and we can withhold how we feel because we don't want to seem like we're being too pushy. Right. But the very first thing you want to do is ask, hey, this is how I feel about this. So I asked her if she told him how how she felt about that. And she said um, they talked about it for a good 10 minutes. Um, And then he says um, she said she thinks it was a good talk. But he also then said that she had walls that she needed to let down, too. Um, And so I think understanding that she had an affair Okay. What, what is that noise? Okay. Sorry. Um, and so, and I'll just read it actually because I'm trying to paraphrase and it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said she was married for ten years, and when it came, when he came, t- rewind. He said that he is not used to dating the dating scene anymore. Right. He married his high school sweetheart and was married for ten years. And when it comes to me and him, it freaked him out some because of how good it was going. He said that he pursued his ex for years and she constantly turned him down and she ended up having an affair. Mm-hmm. He said he is trying to be better, but sorry, he said he is trying better, but the whole not hearing from him a few days at a time makes me feel like I'm just convenient for him when he has time. And then he ended the conversation just saying how much he likes me and how genuine I was. And when he wanted to take it slow, sorry, and that he wanted to take it slow. And so basically she doesn't feel it's fair. um, And she's waiting for the other shoe to drop. Okay. So here's the thing. First of all, the very first thing that we want to look at, and here's the reason why we brought this to bear. This is, this is a very common situation where you have two people who are dating. They have past issues or uh, past experiences, mm-hmm. and now one is wanting the other to step outside of that experience. And as they ask for the other, she's asking for him to step outside of that experience. Right. He's saying, wait, hold on. And give me some time, but also you probably need to step outside of your experience as well. So let's look at this because he was divorced in 2018. Now, this is the month of March. We're going into April. Yes. Uh, so this is the month of March of 2020. So what we're really looking at here is we're looking at about almost two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since the divorce. Okay. Now, I'm not saying I. no one can actually tell how long it takes Mm -hmm. to get over a particular situation. However, I can tell you this, when a man says, when a man says, give me some time Mm -hmm. to move forward, Mm -hmm. they've not done healing with the previous situation. So I like, I like you. (laughs) I like you and I want you. (laughs) I want you here. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I like you and I want you. But the idea is, is that I am not prepared. Okay, that's what all of his that's not only what his words are saying after they had the 10 minute conversation. Right. But that's what his actions are saying. Now, what she's saying is, I want more. I want and need more. And why does she want and need more? Because her experience in the past suggested that if if someone doesn't come after me 
if they don't show me they want me, yes. then perhaps I might go through what I went through previously as well. So here we have two people interacting with each other, dating each other, responding from past experiences. Right. That's the problem. Okay. Yes, you've summed it up quite well. <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. That's 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 basically the problem. Um and now that's the problem right now, but what we want to do is we want to look a little bit further into that. Because what she did was she reached out to us to ask us, what do I do about this gap in our relationship? Go ahead. And she also asked, what do I do to help him see that I'm not like his ex? Exactly. What do I do to help him see that I'm not like his ex? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because he's apprehensive, uh, which creates the gap in the relationship, which creates what she's feeling, which is sort of like her ex. Absolutely. So the thing is, is that the reaching out for us, reaching out to us and asking us for help. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Right. When there is no one who can tell you how to circumvent his his um, inability to get over what he's what he's been through. Yes, there's no. And that's the problem. A lot of people reach out to coaches or a lot of people reach out to, you know, counselors or people up here mm -hmm. in order to circumvent something someone else is going through so that they can have that person where they're at. Mm -hmm. And that person is not uh, emotionally stable enough to be had. Yeah. And that's and that's one of the things that that I basically at the you know, at the bare bones of it, at the end of the day, um, there is a lot that he has to overcome when you are dealing with a man who has, you, you know, it's already a, one thing for a man to open himself up to a woman, but to open himself up to a woman, be vulnerable to her get married and then to have her crush him like that not and again we don't know what happened there but still there was still infidelity there it breaks him into pieces absolutely and so for him to have to heal through that it is going to require him to heal without a distraction of somebody else there right however a lot of times what we see people do is that they put someone just in that place as a filler as opposed to allowing that time to heal. And so, and you could, I guess you could speak to this, especially from a man perspective, a man, mm -hmm. man's perspective is that when you jump, when you get out of a marriage, you're still very much used to someone being there to talk to mm -hmm. someone being there to quote unquote, take care of you. Mm -hmm. um, someone there to still nurture you and give you what you need. He's not ready to let go of what, the wife and somebody in that position gave him, but he also is not ready to move forward and give you what he's asking of you. Absolutely. So what we're, what we're doing is just think about it. He took a long, a lot of time to chase down someone. He absolutely 100% wanted. Yes. Okay. Not saying that he's not saying that he still wants her, but he took the time. So that became a habit that became a mental and emotional habit that became his, his his focus, right? Her his his psychological focus, his heart, um, his emotional focus, right? Mm -hmm. Once it once he had her, she, she he had her. So you have to go through the period of him having her. I won. Then she broke his heart, right? Okay. So now you're 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 looking at someone who 
has had someone occupying his mental and emotional space for a long period of time, whether it be in the chase, whether it be in a point of comfort, or whether it be in a point of being broken. Mm -hmm. And so when you have somebody like that, or when, when a man is in a place like that, he's not used to not having someone right. in that place, whether right. it be a chase, whether it be a point of comfort, or whether it be a point of broken or dysfunction. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So now he, what he does is he he will tend to self-medicate. Right. So how do we self-medicate? We will self-medicate by moving someone in who sees our potential, who sees the goodness of who we are, who sees us as great men, and though and that is who we are and that is what we are, yes. but we're just not available men. We're not emotionally available or a better word, we're not healed men. And so, and, and I'm not saying, to be honest, ladies can do it too. But just speaking from this perspective, right. so now what's going on is he has somebody holding that space that he's chased, that he's comfortable with. He doesn't want to go through the heartbreak, but more than likely he'd be willing to be in order to hold that space. Right. But that's as much, as a matter of fact, he won't be, he, he's not willing to go through the heartbreak. So he's keeping, he's holding, he's, she, she's holding that space while he's keeping that distance. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And the, and the thing is, what's not pretty about this um, and what may be unfair to the woman that's in this position is that he will hold you there until he's through what he needs to get through. And it's it's sometimes it can happen where he realizes at the end of that, especially after um, a year, 18 months of that, he realizes that you're not even what he wanted. Right. And so while you're holding that space and he's keeping you at a distance, he's allowing you to fall for him. He's allowing you to pour into him. He's allowing you to work to prove that I'm not going to be like she was. I'm not going to do what she did. Right. But at the end of the day, if he heals and gets through that, and whether it's a healthy healing or a self-medicated healing, once he gets through that and gets over the pain of the loneliness, gets over the pain of feeling like I am worthless and I can't get anything better, or I can't get anyone better, then it's it's very possible that once he gets through that, that he looks at you and the smoke is removed and you're not what he's looking for. Right. Now, breaking this down. Now, now that we broke down where the two heads are from, he's still going through his thing. And in order for her, again, in order for her, she wants him. She loves him. She likes him. Mm -hmm. um, but she doesn't. But she's afraid of the rejection that she's previously experienced. Correct. So what she wants us to do it, it, uh, initially what she, she what she wanted was to find a way how do I navigate so that I don't experience that rejection from somebody who I like and who obviously likes me mm -hmm. and here's where what do I do here what do I do with all of this here's where we tell you date and I know that sounds weird but date properly right that's what we're saying right so when you have someone who is and, and and again he's not a bad guy right she's not a bad girl but when you have someone who is not able mm -hmm. to number one give you what you're looking for um you want to make a note of that assess that and get and, and and make it okay to step back okay mm -hmm. but second thing is probably what should be actually the first thing is you'll understand that i'm looking for this because I experienced this. Right. So that issue points to maybe perhaps I'm not healed enough to take a step back. 
I haven't dealt with this unresolved issue of why this person mm -hmm. rejected me. Right. And because I haven't dealt with that unresolved issue of why that person rejected me, now I'm chasing trying to avoid rejection. Yes. And now I can't date properly. I can't assess pro properly. I can't qualify properly because I'm avoiding pain while chasing the pleasure. So, so the very first thing is step back and begin to look at yourself. Mm -hmm. Why? And it's not, it's, it's not bad to want to be touched. It's not bad to want to be wanted. It's not bad to want a connection or not want to be um, ignored. I'm not saying that at all. But when you already uh, identify the reason why this is especially painful for you, then what you're doing is that you have you you give you give yourself the opportunity to say this is what I need to work on in me. Right. Okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I I was working on something and I wrote something down because honestly, babe, wouldn't you pretty much qualify this as a rebound relationship? You know what? Absolutely. I, I would I actually I would say both of them are in the realm of rebound. I'm not saying it can't go well. I'm not saying it can't be a good thing eventually, but when you're in the realm of rebound, you're holding a place because you're not used to the absence. <sighs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. Go ahead. Absolutely. And so um, just working through this and actually, you know, dealing with this person in our DMs, I wrote down just a few things because this is not the first time that I've encountered someone being completely broken um, from a rebound relationship. Someone fell in love with someone. It, it was really, really quickly. And then all of a sudden he ended up going back to his ex after right. all was said and done. And because a lot of times we're not trained to pick up the signs that something is possibly a rebound relationship right so i wrote down just a few things if you don't mind no nope, go ahead just a quick these are like really quick signs that something could be a rebound relationship that you should probably pay attention to all right dating right <laughs> it's either disappointing we're tired of trying or we're sick of the same old same old same people same lies same games same disappointments oh listen we get it when Takara and I met, we were in the sick and tired or being sick and tired category too. Well, to be honest, we dated with clarity, intention, and strategy, a way in which we hadn't really dated before. We dated by design. This way of dating kept us from dating in fear, dating with false hopes, or dating out of our own thirst. Dating by design gave us the courage to not be so tied up in our attractions that we weren't willing to walk away when we needed to. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you need to be dating by design too. We took the dating methods and strategies that we use with and for each other and combined them with our own coaching practice to bring you dating by design. Now, dating by design is an easy to follow course and guide that will help you to develop your own design to dating. Whether you're dating someone right now or getting ready to, this course will help you to learn how to evaluate whether where you are or are going is where you really want to be. It's so full of practical wisdom and direction that it ensures you will never date the same again. So check us out. Go to courses.askthemartins.com. That's courses.askthemartins.com to learn more about dating by design. very first thing that we saw here in this letter 
It hadn't been a lot of time since the last relationship or breakup. And that could be a divorce or it could be a regular dating relationship. Um, A lot of time has not passed um, that that relationship has broken. And you can tell a lot of times I always when I was single and I was dating people, I'm always asking, how long has it been since your last breakup? Why did y'all break up too? But also how long has it been? Because I have no interest in being your seat filler until you get through whatever it is you need to get through. Now there's a difference real quick. There's a difference between breakup and moving on. If you're dating properly, you're going to move on. Okay. This isn't for me. I'm going to move on. This isn't for me. I'm going to move on. A breakup is when you're broken because this isn't working out. Right. That's why we call it a break up. It breaks us up and we've come to a certain stance of oneness. And now I got to hear, that that um that uh removed piece of me you see what i'm saying yeah so how long has it been since you've been broken off not i shouldn't say it like that how long has it been but it works since you've been broken up does it make sense yes absolutely the second thing and um i saw this on someone else that came to us recently and i saw this kind of here Mm -hmm. um but also the second thing is they go all in on dating you and seem to fall for you really quickly and again, many are looking for a space filler and not someone to be a life partner. One of the things that Kenyans talks about is Tarzaning. Tarzaning is is a phrase, and I'm not sure if you made up this phrase, but I've been calling it your phrase since I heard you say it. Yeah, I just made it up. Okay, I'm old. Tarzaning. <laughs> Y'all know what Tarzan does. He swings from tree to tree. Tree to tree, from branch to branch, never giving his foot the opportunity or his feet the opportunity to land on solid ground and stay there for a minute before jumping back through that tree. Relationship to relationship is a great adventure. Absolutely. The emotions swing you back and forth and you're in it and you're loving it. But when things get broken, when things break off, when a branch breaks and you land, you don't take the time to grab your bearings and grab your footing. You just jump right back in and start swinging on into the next relationship. What happens is you take all of that, those emotions, all of the love that you felt for that last person, everything, even the anger, even the hurt, and you swing it into the other person because you haven't taken the opportunity to land. Go. You take the momentum from the previous swing to swing into the next swing. If we want to update it, think about Spider-Man. Yes. You take the momentum in the air from the previous swing to swing into the next swing. And I'm going to tell you this. If you keep doing it, you'll have an addiction to the swing. That's where people have these, I love the the feeling of the fresh and new relationship. And they go from one newness to another feeling of newness because they're swinging. And they never step, they never settle down to find out where they are where they're going, Mm -hmm. and where they came from. Right. You see? So you have to be careful. There has to be a resting period before you begin to move on, okay? Because you can't move on with purpose because your purpose becomes the exhilaration of the momentum. Yes. Go ahead. My Lord, my Lord. Number three. Number three. The (laughs) opposite of that is, uh, so number two was they go all in and go really fast and fall very quickly. The opposite of that is they go extremely slow, like a snail pace slow to really moving their relationship ahead and moving their relationship forward. And so it could be from either being afraid to trust, afraid to get hurt, or some people, honestly, after getting out of a relationship that has hurt them, 
they have no desire to get into a serious relationship again. Let me tell you something. The best game in the world is the line, I've been hurt before. I just don't want to move too quickly. Absolutely. Because whether it's true, whether it's game or not, what it does is it gives that man, in this instance, it's the man, it gives that person the ability to hold you at bay and watch you work, work to get close to them and prove their love. You ever had like a sibling? I know my brothers did this to me, where like you're trying to hit somebody, you're trying to get to them, but somebody's holding your forehead and you like fighting up against them. Uh-huh. Like that's what that's like. It's like they're holding you back. They're encouraging you to come at them, but they're holding you back and watching you work and as long as they're giving you a little bit of encouragement they can watch you work without pouring all of themselves in because especially for a woman when you tell me you've been hurt before and you don't know if if you gonna hurt me again and i don't know if you're gonna hurt me like she did we see that as challenge accepted right watch me work i'm approved to you that i'm not gonna be like her and we end up flat on her face and so and and i want to make sure that we make this extraordinarily clear because you said uh, it might not be a line. There are many men mm-hmm. in these scenarios with great intentions who are inhibited by fear. Mm. Fear of what they've experienced and fear to commit into a new experience. Mm-hmm. Because a man is going to sit back and he's going to try to figure out why that didn't work out. And he's going to be stuck in figuring that out. But he's also going to want to capture, it, there's, you have the placeholder. But you also, men know a good thing when they see a good thing. That's true. A man knows a good woman when he sees a good woman. And it's, and, and, and it's hard nowadays to be super honest. Let's just be honest. We can't be honest and say, listen, you are a wonderful woman. I, I like what you bring to the table. I'm wanting a little piece of you. But if I move too fast, I'm going to hurt you and me yes. at the same time. Yes. So let me take my time. And 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 I'm gonna let you do whatever you got to do. The reason why is is because that thing in us, that competitive edge in us, that thing in us that that make us men says, I need to nab this, yes. I need to capture this, uh-huh. I need to keep this, and if I gotta put her in the fridge for a minute, I will. And hopefully she's fresh once I get ready to eat. Yes. The problem is is that she's been wanting she, she's been wanting to be consumed for a while. You understand what I'm just saying? Just can't get away from that metaphor. I'm go ahead, to... <laughs> baby. Go ahead. I'm just going to run away with just, it. Just go ahead. Keep it going. <laughs> and try to keep it clean. But she's been wanting to be a part of your nutrition. She wanted, she's, go, she's been wanting to be a part of your life for a while. And so it's not fair to hold her yes. um, in a place that says, I want you, I need you, just not yet. Because what's, what's happening is that she's continuously pouring into you and making room for you for her right now. And, and and I just want to make sure that we understand that many times there's many good men who are caught in those circumstances because it's hard for us to say I'm afraid. Yes. It's hard for us to say I'm broken. Yes. It's hard for us to say I'm hurt. It's hard for us to admit that I want you, but I can't have you because I'm not ready for you yet. Mm-hmm. And it gets into a place where we're afraid to lose. Right. I don't want I don't want to lose the goodness that I see, but I don't want to take a loss either. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I see so what you're ahead. saying. Yes, that is really good. And so number four, because we only we got two more. Number four okay. is is they find ways to compare you to their ex. Good or bad, you will find that someone who is in a rebound relationship will always will tend to 
find ways to compare you to their ex relationship. And it, and again, it could be a good quality or a bad. Now, when and this is this is one of the ways how we know that it's a rebound relationship. It's possibly a rebound relationship because they're still they're still comparing you to previous experiences. Absolutely, gotcha. and it's still being hurt by right. There's still there's still things that they see that they're trying to either get get more of or escape from. Gotcha. And they're f- finding ways to compare you, like in a healthy way. When I met Kenyon. I, in my mind, compared him to exes because I could not believe that something so good existed outside of what I had already experienced. There's a, there's a natural area of comparison there is when be, it comes to experience. Go ahead. We, have our, we have our memory for a reason. They're the train us to what we do want or what we don't want. And Absolutely. I think that's a healthy growth. But when you're constantly picking at someone or constantly saying, my ex used to do this. Oh, see, I knew you was like that. My ex used to do that. Or when me and my ex was together, we used to hang out and we used to do this, this, and this. And then they try to duplicate that or recreate that relationship with you, there's a problem. There's something that they're not over. That's why they keep um, honestly comparing you to that person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Comparison. Okay. Comparison. Number five, and it leads right into that from four, is that they are still sensitive to or triggered by behaviors that led to the breakdown of their last relationship. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, it can be insecurity. Um, being in previous relationships, um, Honestly, the my most I was in a physically abusive relationship. And one of the things that consistently happened was I was always getting um told that or accused of cheating. I was mm-hmm. always getting accused of talking to somebody else. When I tell you that like I would literally go to and order food from a restaurant and I would keep the card so I can order the food and call it on the way to go, and things like that would turn into a big old fight there is a trigger there from a past relationship that kept him picking at me based on that insecurity. And you will find the trigger, the uh, burst of anger, the burst of accusations and all of that stuff that will tell you that they are not yet over their past. And if you find yourself in these realms with somebody, it's high likely that this is not where you should be right now. Absolutely. An unhealed person is, is still an attached person. Mm Mm-hmm. And if they're still connected to their past, they still have a relationship with the thing of the past. Absolutely. And that's what we have to be careful of. I know for women's sake, we, women want to nurture and nurse a man out, out, out of that pain. Yes. I know that for men's sake, men want to fix and protect and cover a woman out of that past pain. But the problem is, is that as long as that person is apprehended by fear, then they have a relationship with the subject or the object of that fear. Whether they are connected or not, whether they are talking or not, they just haven't gotten over it. And you have to be careful because once you place yourself in the middle of that or in the mix of that, now you have a relationship um, uh, by proxy <coughs> with the object of that fear. Jesus. So you're not only fighting the object of that fear, but you're fighting not to appear like the object of that fear. And at the same time, trying to keep that person from or trying to get that person to come closer to you when they're stuck right there. And, and basically, they need to heal 
from that relationship so they can detach from that relationship. Makes sense? It does. And if if you're not careful, you will nurture and nurse that person back to a healthy state to where they will, you'll nurse them right back into the arms of the person who broke them to begin with. Right. Or you just nurse them where they'll be okay and then there's no more new use. They don't need you. Right. And sometimes it doesn't work that way. Sometimes it works in a way where you can actually help each other, but it's very demanding. It's very emotionally Taxing. demanding and you just got to be very, very very careful um you've got to be very um you got to be very eyes wide open absolutely very conscious of what's going on in them and what's going on in you because eventually here it's like a it's like dominoes yep once that hurt person once you continue to mess with that hurt, hurt person and play with that hurt person and try to move them past their pain they could possibly hurt you. And then that puts you in, in in a particular place of pain. And that's where you have spent so much time making them part of your psychology, part of your emotional mm. uh, em- emotionality, that now you're looking for somebody to, to place in that place that they were in. You understand what I'm saying? And you have a whole you have a whole line of people who's hurting each other because they just because one just hadn't took the time to say, you know what? I probably need to quarantine myself <laughs> from relationships for a moment. Make sense? Yes. Okay. You preached. I know. And and then so we like as soon as we jumped in, we had a a question. Okay. Um, that came is that in. a question or is that a statement? Oh, okay. It, it got cut off, and so she said something later on. Okay, is that Ayana? Hi, Ayana. How are you? Hey there. Hopefully you're still here. Her question was, I was in a relationship and found out he was in a relationship with a 23-year-old at the same time. We're both 41. I'm angry and I'm having a hard time moving past it. It's been over six months and I haven't been able to move forward. He doesn't see anything wrong with their relationship. We both have kids that age. What can I do to move? And she was asked, what can she do to move forward? Because she's angry. Okay. So here's the thing. Um, the, you have to understand the reason why that anger exists. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the anger exists is all in the numbers. We are too old to be playing with children. <laughs> Yet you chose a child over me or to move with me. And so you feel a sense of rejection because of that. Mm-hmm. And that number bothers you. It's not necessarily him mm-hmm. as much as it, as it is how he rejected you or how he pushed away from you. Whatever the issue is that he used to push away from you, that's what's going to bother you the most. Mm-hmm. And what you have to do is you have to step away and you have to look at him and you have to identify what is it in him that likes someone in that area. In that age bracket. Now, here's one thing we don't want to do. We don't judge her for being 23. We don't judge her for being in that generation. Right. What we do is we assess him and we say, what is it in that generation that's causing him to be attracted to her? Outside of physical, we all know this, there's there's going to be a physical attraction, but it, has to, it takes more than physical attraction to maintain that relationship and maintain that connection. And I can tell you right now uh-huh. that it's the ability to manipulate, the ma- ability to Thank father you. I was so going to say that in such a not PC way. That was great. The ability to <laughs> manipulate, the ability to father her. There is a sense of over... Uh, 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 over... Uh, uh, of being an overseer, okay, and I'll tell you when you're dealing with when you're dealing with people, especially in a and and unfortunately, especially in people who deal with patriarchy and utilize it and need it 
especially men, it's hard for uh, it's hard for men who has lo- uh, certain levels of insecurity outside of their patriarchy, outside of being a man. Basically, if you find a woman, it's hard for men. I'm trying to find a better way to say it, but I can't say it any other way. <laughs> just say it. It's hard for men to be a partner as they just want to be a daddy. And it, 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 some, not all. some, not all, especially when you when you have children that age. We've heard the whole midlife crisis thing. We've seen, you know, they date young women. They go buy, you know, nice cars, um, sports cars or whatever. But also, like you said, there's a sense of younger women. A lot of the times having been a younger woman in my 20s, dating someone in my in their 40s and before I could tell you right then and there, I thought I was mature. They told me I was mature, but really wasn't what it was, was that I did not question them. I did not hold them accountable for being irresponsible Um, because at 23, we have 20 years of experiences in between us that I can't relate to. I didn't question your poor decision making. I didn't question anything like that. I just thought I was a mature young lady. And it, it wasn't really the case. He really, a lot of men in that age bracket really enjoy the opportunity to date someone who makes them feel like a man, who makes them feel like their big daddy without giving them the responsibility and the accountability. And honestly, whatever the reasoning is, because I don't want you to get hung up in the, the why behind what he did, what it did, what he did at this point, your sole responsibility should be understanding that there is nothing wrong with you because he went that direction. Absolutely. There is no deficit. There is no handicap in your age because you went to a place because he went to a place that was younger than you. It has more to do with him than it ever would have to do with you. Absolutely. And you need to assess that. Take note of that. What is it that he needed in order to feel good about himself Mm -hmm. because those same things are going to be the same days the same things he's going to need from you and if you were to get back together and he was to brush her off he's going to ask for certain things from you that he got all automatically from her um from her uh naivety yes okay and so you got to look at that say well if you need this to feel like a man then perhaps you aren't man enough for me. Okay. When I say you took the words a hundred percent out of my mouth, um, like does that yes, make sense? It makes perfect sense. That's exactly what I was going to say. So that is amazing. Okay. So let me see. I want to make sure that we didn't miss any other questions. Tell us, Ayana, if we answered that for you, if we helped you out with that just a little bit. I know it's going to sting. Time is going to go go over with time, but you under you have to understand who the person is, understand who he is and what he wants. And then, okay, on the other on the back end of that, understand that if this is who he is and this is what he wants, is that somebody that you want? Mm. There was a comfort there, there was an attraction there, there was probably some love there. But real, just just thinking, just cognitively thinking, mm-hmm. is that someone who you want? And that's where you have to come to the point where he didn't let me make that decision, and but it is your decision right now. Absolutely. Own it and walk away from it, if, if that's your choice. Absolutely, because she said something. He doesn't see anything wrong with it. 
um, because we have children that age, which means that you may have spent some time trying to convince him how wrong that was and arguing with him about how wrong that was. So it, it, there's no doubt that you probably do still want him if he were to take you back. So what Kenyon just asked you what was an extremely important question, understanding that this is a, the type of person who would never want, not only was he dating a 23 year old, but he was dating her while he was dating you. Right. So you have to, number one, yes, ask yourself if that's the kind of man that you want. But you also then have to tell yourself that if you do want him and you do take him back, you're also telling him that it was OK. Forget the 23 year old. Forget how long she was 23 or 73. You're also making it OK that he misled you and lied to you about another relationship going on at the same time with you as well absolutely and while you're dating you have all the freedom to all be the like, freedoms mm -mm, not me not me um let's go to the next there was another question gia sean did i pronounce your name correctly if i didn't gia sean okay um if i didn't forgive us uh give us the phonetic and and we will pronounce it correctly you yes. want to read it yeah she says i'm ready for my king to come and get me <laughs> how do i open myself up for the opportunity i feel like we got this last week too okay so here's the thing i'm ready for my king first of all that's that, that that's that's one half how do i open myself up for the opportunity for my king that's the other half okay let's look at the first half what does your king look like huh what do they do um, what, 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 what's the character of that king? What's the belief of that king? What's, what's the faith of that king? What's the work ethic of that king? Who is this king? Identify, if you're ready for a king, then you already have a standard to whom, because everybody's not a king. Right. See, you have to understand that, and this is, this is me being nitpicky, but the bottom line is everybody can't be a king and everybody can't be a queen because a king and queen are based upon per capita of what they rule. Okay. Listen. If, if it's based upon what they have under them. Okay. Kings have kingdoms. Okay. So now understand what does this king have? What is this king in dominion over? What kind of now? Obviously, we don't have people we rule, but we have things we rule. What kind of character aspects does he have dominion over? Does he have a dominion over himself? What kind of how does he dress? How does he look? How does he talk? All that kind of stuff. Once you narrow down those type things, then you'll know, then you can say, where does, where does my king huh? hang out? Where does he so socialize? Where does he connect to? Now, you can do it. Um, you can, you can, uh, or, or where do I have to go to see who fits in that place? You know, where's Waldo, if you will? Let me see where I got to go to find if he's in that area, okay? But you gotta you gotta you got to understand this. You're making a very, very um specific you're looking you're on you're on you're looking for someone very specific. So sometimes there's an opportunity you could put yourself open for opportunity, but everybody is not ready for that opportunity of you. Right. Everybody shouldn't be allowed the full opportunity of you. Once you look at them, once you open yourself up and you say, Okay, this person isn't it, you gotta keep you gotta be ready to keep it moving. Makes sense? It makes I'm sorry. perfect sense. No, I have nothing nothing else to say there. Okay, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that was dope. Um somebody and I, I, I this is a statement, but I kinda wanna touch on it. Sure. Josephine said. Okay. 
Um, she said, whenever I tried dating from the beginning, it seemed like this was it. But going into it, we started having issues. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Joseph, jo- sorry, Josephine, um, what I will say about that is that you're about to call her of Joseph. I was about you? to call her of Joseph. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm missing the handmaid's tale y'all. Um, but what, what I will say about that, while that does seem like it's a bad thing that when we get into it, we start to have issues. If you listen to what Kenyon just said, if you have a certain list of criteria that you're looking for in someone, if you have standards that you're looking for in someone, when things start to go wrong, understand, sweetie, that's them disqualifying themselves for your, from your life. And, and, but, and we have to qualify what going wrong means. So having issues and having some bumps in the road and actually working through things is maturity and conflict resolution. But if you start to see things go wrong because their character is jacked up, right. because they're not being honest with you, because right. they're not treating you like you're a priority, then understand that's then them disqualifying themselves from the process. And that's not a bad thing. That's right. not a bad thing at all. I think uh, that that comes with uh, having an open mind about dating. Uh, I think we've been taught to date by throwing whatever against the wall and seeing what sticks. Correct. Once we find out that we're what we're so physical, we were such physical creatures that once we find out that we're attracted to each other and we're attractive to each other, mm-hmm. we feel like everything else might fall in place. Right. And so we get we that it messes us up. Like, oh man, here's another here's another duck or this guy, man, how can I work through this? And you don't have to work through it. You're dating. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think we got to get beyond that. We got to start looking how to, uh, how, how do we say it? Disqualify the unqualified. Disqualify the unqualified. And listen, really quickly, y'all, we have our dating by design class. I'm going to put it on discount. You get it to, I'm going to start tomorrow. We'll put it on discount and we're going to have a discount code. Stay home. <laughs> So uh, okay. that way you I can just, okay. you you can binge it, staying home and go through dating by design. It's gonna help you identify this criteria and then how to evaluate someone against that criteria during the whole dating process. So if you wait till tomorrow, if you go to askthemartins.com, um, and tomorrow's Monday the t- the thirtieth, um, go to askthemartins.com and use the code stay home. All one word. All one word. Um, you'll get that class um, at a fifty percent discount. She just let me know. I'm, I just I'm, let you well, know well, that. All right. Congratulations! We all Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Now we can't grow without you, so help spread the love. Rate us, leave a review, and share your favorite episodes. Do you have a question that you want us to answer? Well, just drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram at AskTheMartins or visit AskTheMartins.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so that you won't miss your questions being answered or any future dope topics. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.